Welcome to The Center and the Saint. I'm Melissa Bell. And I'm Allison Kane. You know what? Tell I me. need a trip to the beach. Yeah. The I oceans. always need a trip to the beach. I know. Like the waves crashing, the sea breeze and the salty mm. smell. No rip currents. No rip currents because you, you guys are crazy. <laughs> the Gulf of Mexico is where it's at. I'm just saying, unless you're a surfer. <laughs> but I just, maybe God's saying, Melissa, you should buy a beach house. <laughs> <laughs> That's so funny. Oh my gosh. Well, God does talk to me a lot when I'm on the beach. Ooh, I call see, it my thin space. Your what? Thin space. Oh, I never feel thin at the beach. No. <laughs> well, <laughs> not physically thin, but oh. like spiritually thin. Oh, where the veil is thin and you can where hear God Where the veil is best. thin. Yes. It's like um, whatever space that is for you, it's it's really cool to determine what where that is for you. And I think it depends on different what season you're in in your life. You know, yes. or yours might be the mountains, or it might be a local park, or it could be a special chair in your living room. If you have a bunch of kids, it's probably locked in your bathroom with a glass of wine that no one knows about. Yeah, that you keep in the back of the toilet. <laughs> I'm not speaking that. from experience. I'm just kidding. Isn't <laughs> that where in the movies, like the cops always check? They lift up the back of the toilet because it's not dirty water in there. It's oh. just. What do they think is in there? Well, they people stash stuff in there in the movies. Oh. Hmm. Like tape stuff to the ends. I don't know. Whatever. I watched too many cop movies, I guess. <laughs> um, but Anyway, I, the I, beach is my thin space where I really... God speaks to me. Not I, audibly. I wonder if my husband will believe that God is telling me to buy a beach house. <laughs> <laughs> that is our topic today. <laughs> Probably not in today's economy. Not about buying a beach house, <laughs> Darn actually. it. Dang it. Um, but it is about, like, how do we know that we're hearing from God, or is it just us? Oh. Do you, I, I get that question so often. Chris, if you're listening, turn this off now. <laughs> <laughs> she wants a, God says, buy a beach house. <laughs> um, and so, you know, God speaking, there are so many ways that he communicates with us. Yes, but you do have people say, well, how do I know? Like you were saying, yeah. is this from God or is this from me? Right. I mean, sometimes he sends, you know, a something when we're doing our Bible study and he speaks to us through scripture or sometimes it's a friend, you know, a godly, godly counsel mm-hmm. and he speaks through them or a situation but he does really speak to our spirit a lot. And that's what people are asking. Like, how do I know if it's just from me? And I think the biggest thing is, can it be backed up by scripture? Like, he's not a, yes, you should have that affair. Nope, nope, definitely not. That's yeah. not anywhere in the Bible. Not anywhere in the Bible, right. It's like, well, the Lord told me that I just needed to be happy. Well, that's great. I'm sure he does want you to be happy, but that is not the way because there is nowhere in scripture where he says you should have an affair. Yeah. Sorry, (laughs) friends. Go ahead and mark that off your calendar. Or, you know, he he shared that I should, um, you know, take vengeance for my child. Mm, His job. Like, go back to scripture, vengeance is God's. And y'all, for real, like if God gave us a pass, I already done that. Couple times, so <laughs> right. Exactly. If I'm still sitting on my hands, you better sit on yours. So honestly, I mean, it seems like such a simple thing, but 
the Lord is, he does not, he convicts, but he doesn't shame. Yes. So if it is a shame and a guilt, that is not from God. That is from you or whoever. Right. Or Satan, because he will (laughs) convict us, you know, in our spirit. He'll convict us, but not using guilt or shame. And by the way, you can have somebody that comes in the name of Christianity that the enemy uses to shame you. And that's when you know that that person is either A, completely out of their mind for a minute, or B, they're not really in God's word and they're not coming with a good intention because they would not say something that would make you feel ashamed. And they probably wouldn't say, you should be ashamed of yourself. Right. They're living in the pride zone (laughs) or or something. I mean, so they talk about the seven deadly sins in scripture, you know, greed and envy, all these negative things, pride. If any of those things are intertwined into what you say God is telling you, then it is not from him. Yes. So I'm going to need you to give me an example. Well, I thought I just gave you a really good one. <laughs> but <laughs> well, I'm thinking on another level, like greed-wise. Um... Well, I think it's easier to focus on, you know, if you go to the fruits of the Spirit, those are all from God. Those are very clearly, like they're in Galatians 5, 22 through 23, and it talks about, you know, the fruit of the Spirit, which is who speaks to us is the Holy Spirit Mm -hmm. because he lives in us. Like he is always with us. If you're a Christ follower, he is with us. And he really gets the shaft, I think, the Holy Spirit. So we always talk about Jesus and God, but, and they're awesome, trust me, but like it's the Holy Spirit who is in us. So it's really the Holy Spirit. I think we don't talk about it a lot and we don't hear about it a lot because churches don't talk about it a lot because oh, that's true. Um, that is kind of a woo, you know what I mean? Yeah, so the I think Holy Spirit. <laughs> so people are kind of afraid to talk about it, but we're not. So talk about it. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, that was like the awesome part. Like, okay, the fact that Jesus died and was buried and then rose, you know, he was basically back to life and walking the earth three days later is pretty incredible. But the greatest gift of that was that he left us with the Holy Spirit. And that is so that we all have access to Jesus God. Yes. All of us. Like we don't have to go to where Jesus is speaking in the crowd or we don't have to wait for God to speak to us like back in the old, I mean, yeah, in the old Testament we have him all the time. Like we constantly have access so we can, you know, talk to him constantly. Yeah. You don't have to wait and go to that. You know, isn't there like a box? Oh, right. Where somebody like sits in it and they open the door. And oh yeah. The confessional. Yeah. Is that? Yeah. Not, you don't have to do that anymore. No, definitely not. Not since Jesus. Do you want to hear something crazy? Yeah. This is going to take us completely off track. Okay, good. So, um, I wasn't raised in the church and so, um, did you remember the movie Pinocchio? Oh yeah. So Jiminy Cricket. I just thought it was our Jiminy Cricket. <laughs> Not that I thought a cricket lived in me, but like Aww, conscience be your guide. I always conscience. thought it was Jim. Like that's what I referred my conscience to was Jiminy Cricket, not the Holy Spirit. Oh, well, but that's probably who it was at that point. <laughs> well, what? Well, you know, at least you were. That just proves the point that we are all created. He created all of us to 
seek him and desire to hear his voice. Even if you didn't know what it was. Even if it's Jiminy Cricket (laughs) to start with, right? But look where you are now. I know. Isn't that funny? Because we all are. We do have a conscience. And the Holy Spirit, he does speak. But he is going to speak out of love and joy and peace. And he's not, you know a slot machine where we just like pull the slot and hope for the best, like some random answer yeah. and hope for the win or, you know, and, and he, he's not a genie in a bottle. So we no. can't just, um, say, I want a beach house. So tell me about that. You know, yeah. unfortunately. <laughs> um, and I think a lot of times what happens is as a, newer believer or as a not well-versed believer, mm-hmm. we will pray in such a way, dear God, I'm so thankful that you um, want the best for each of your children, like the beach house that I want, so I cannot wait to have my beach house. Well, that was putting your own little <laughs> spin on um, your prayer and trying to convince the Holy Spirit. So if you're trying to convince that spirit within you, mm-hmm. yeah, it's not going to turn out the way you think. So don't go walking away from God because you <laughs> <laughs> guilty. Yeah. yeah, I mean, who's not guilty of that, right? We we can definitely put words in his mouth. Well, I mean, like he's not speaking them, but we can tell somebody he did. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're putting them in his mouth. We're like, oh yeah. Well, I think. Just the fact that someone is asking the question, like, is it me or is it God, Uh is huge and so important and shows that they are trying to discern and always take what it is back to Scripture because he... He never changes, he never has, and he never will. And it would not... He will not go against... If he is speaking, it will not go against anything that he has said. In scripture, his character, it will not go against it. Yeah. And I'll have to say, if you feel as though you don't know, you know, scripture well enough, or you're still confused after looking at the Bible, find somebody that's further along in the yeah. Bible and just ask them. It's okay to not know everything. I mean, Lord, if we knew everything, right? Right. I mean, so I'll, sh- I'll share this. I was um, talking to my counselor, um, this week, just about my grief cycle uh-huh. with my dad, like going through all the things, all the feels. But anyway, I was like, so I had this weird question that popped up in my heart or my mind or whatever this week. He was like, give it to me because I'm always like <laughs> coming out with something crazy. And I said, well, you know, I, I always talk to God. I'm, I'm constantly having a conversation with him in my head, like throughout the day, thanking him for things or asking him questions or just yeah. whatever. And I said, I was like, Father, whatever, whatever. And then I thought, gosh, okay, well, how do I talk to my God or my dad now that he's gone? Like, I've always just had God to talk to, but now my dad is dead and like he's in heaven. And how do I, like, what do, it just felt very confusing. Yeah. Father, dad, whatever, like, said, and and my counselor just looked at me and like he's like, sometimes I just want to hit you. <laughs> you know, like love him. I'm like, okay, tell me why. I don't know. I'm just so confused. Like, it's weird. Like, I don't really feel like I want to talk to my dad, but it, it just like hit me. And he said, Allison, where in scripture, because I know that you know this, 
where in scripture does it say, talk to your dead relatives? <laughs> okay. And I was like, um, nowhere. He was like, exactly. We only talk to God, like to the Holy Spirit. Yeah. But if you do want um, a way to talk to your dad, just plant a plant like I do. Yeah. Well, that's what, you know, it's <laughs> like, you don't, that's not what we do. So you can right. cross that one off your list. Is that the best you got? <laughs> so that's interesting. And I know I'm going to try to keep us on topic. I'm just going to take a quick turn. Yeah. But I never understood um, cemeteries mm-hmm. because to me, the first time I really walked in a cemetery uh, was with my husband and we went to go visit his dad. And I said, this is so weird. Do you just go talk to the ground? Like, what yeah. are you doing? Are you so doing? I understand what you're saying because I was totally, I didn't understand. It was so weird. Yeah. And, but what he did, like the whole point in that, whatever you, I mean, it's not like I'm never going to be like, what's up, dad? Miss right. you. Right, right, You know, right. or something. But I will probably go through the Holy Spirit, like talk to him about how I'm missing my dad and yeah. all the things. Like I would never go to my dad for anything because right. I would go to God because, you know, whatever. But my whole point in that is he pointed me back to scripture. Right. In that. It's yeah. like, all right, Allison, think about scripture. Where does it say this? I'm like, nowhere. He's like, exactly. Check, we're done. <laughs> and so that's what we should always do. Go to like, scripture, even yes. if it's as simple as that, that was just not even like I heard from the Holy Spirit. That was just like, huh, how do I handle that situation? You know, yeah. and that one's like pretty obvious. Not everything is like black and white in scripture. Right. But we can always go back to the word. And it's just a really good, I don't know how I forgot that. <laughs> well, it's I'm a grief cycle. It's okay. <laughs> Just a new question I had never tackled before because yeah. in 40-some years of life, I'd never lost my dad. I always had yeah. him here. So anyway, um, always going back to scripture. And I think another thing that's really important is, one, like I said, asking the question and being aware of it. Two, going back to scripture. But three, recognizing that the more that you do it, the more that you mm-hmm. listen for God and you read about him and you learn what his character is and you go to others for those biblical reminders, the easier it will be to discern his voice and the less question you will have. That it's him. Correct. That it's him or just you making stuff up because you just are being selfish or prideful or whatever. Right. <laughs> you know. Yeah, I um, recently saw a video by Michael Jr., the comedian, uh-huh. and he was talking about the, just this, hearing God's voice and the comfort of God's voice and that sort of thing. So if if we remember, I'll try to make notes, I'll try to clip that sometime when we um, launch this podcast, but it was so good talking about his baby girl and how oh. she couldn't see, and he had talked to her all of his, you know, her time in her mom's womb and so mm-hmm. then she's crying 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 and then he would say it's okay daddy's here and she would yeah immediately hear his voice and feel calm and feel better and he of course brought it back to scripture because that's who michael jr is but it was such a awesome powerful video to remember that when you go to him on a regular basis you know his voice on a regular basis and that is what brings you your peace and your comfort even in times when you can't see that's right right it's so true. Um, someone told this great or gave this great illustration recently about, you know, especially when we're practicing Lexio Divina, meditating on scripture to like hear, just letting God speak to us through his scripture. She talked about how she can be in a building and hear her husband laugh mm. and not see him. He could be in a total other place, but 
in that moment where she just hears his laughter, she can picture what his face looks like mm-hmm. and how his shoulders like crinkle up towards his ears and his nose oh, is wrinkly cute. and his laughter. And, you know, it's this visceral connection to him, even though she's not near him, she's not looking at him. And that is how we begin. The more we spend time with the Lord and we listen for him, the, the more easily we recognize it. And we don't question, is this God? Is it me? Mm-hmm. And so there is this beauty that comes with anything, any sort of discipline where something gets easier. Um, and I think that that is something that really always encouraged me because as I practiced, you do get more and more comfortable mm-hmm. in recognizing it. And it kind of makes you like, oh, good. I want to spend more time because I want this is awesome. It really does. So two things on that. Um, the one thing about going to somebody else and not to God directly is you and I have both witnessed in Lectio where the same 10 people hear the same scripture mm-hmm. exactly the same way and God has something else for each one of them. Yes. And so going to wise counsel is great, but going to the source is always so much better. But it's okay to go to wise counsel until you get to the point where you feel like you can tap into the source all the time on your own. But just understand like they're doing the best they can, but without knowing all the things, like they don't have God's view of your life. So they're not going to be able to do it justice quite like God can, right? That's so true. And then people will flip that around and say, well, gosh, I mean, if you have if you have 10 people looking at the same scripture and everybody comes up with something different, then how's that from God? I can hear people saying that. Right. And it's like, I can. Um, And it's like, well, that is how he works with scripture. And all of those things are true. He's not saying go by beach house. It's okay for you to hate this person. It's like they, he highlights a word, whatever that word is in that group of scriptures. And it's whatever speaks to their heart in that moment. Like, loved or I'm here for you or the love that you shared with someone has brought this joy in their Mm -hmm. life and it those are all from him speaking directly to that person and a personal experience that they have or that they're going through and that my friends is how he speaks personally uniquely specifically to each one of us in exactly what we need at that moment. That mm-hmm. is how much he loves us. I think it reminds me of somebody. Uh, I, it was a Bible study video, I'm pretty sure. And uh, it, somebody said something down about themselves or, you know, it was negative connotation. And the speaker just looked and said, who told you that? Mm. And, it, you know, then you have to stop and go, who did tell me that I was X, Y, Z? Right. Oh, well, who are they? Why are you listening to them above God? Right. Yeah, it was just that weirdo seventh grade boy. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> who told you that? When I was in middle school back in the day. Yeah. And I'm still believing it. Yeah. Yeah. Mm, interesting. Well, I think this might be a good spot to introduce the upcoming project that's about to be out that could lead people through a journey. Yes. Of discovering who God really is and hearing his voice through the process of scripture meditation and Lectio Divina. 
Yes, our friend Allison, she has been working, you know, I've noticed a huge change in her just through the Lectio and then through her father's grieving and how she's written all these beautiful poems. And I was like, wow, something has really changed. And she points it all back to the Lectio. Mm -hmm. And I kept saying, I said, I really need a resource. Or I'm sure other people said the same thing. Or I would love this scripture. Where could I find this scripture, Allison, where someone's doing Lectio? So I think she got tired of us asking and just did one. And so <laughs> tell us about it. What are you doing? Doing. Okay, it's 33 Dates with God. Love it. Love it. Great yeah. title. Yeah. Melissa always has the, the best ideas. Um, it, it is 33 days taking you through the process of Lexio Divina. And I'll basically start out giving you every single thing that you need. And then gradually weaning you off so that at the end of those 33 days, you are feeling completely confident and taking yourself before God in your own process of Lexio Divina. So, so I'm so excited. She's been doing Lectio for how long? Oh gosh, a couple of years now. A couple of years and I've been doing it, mm, I've done it twice. So I really want to get to the point where I feel confident in it because there are so many scriptures where I think this would be a great scripture for Lectio, but then I don't know where to start. So I'm excited and selfishly, I really need this to come out soon. Yay! Well, I am, and we are very close. Hopefully, by the time this goes live, we we have the book. Yeah, we'll and see. we can't wait to tell you about it. We'll probably do a video or um, video or two just to promo it, guys. And this is a great way to learn how to discern and hear the voice of God. Yeah, He's always with us. We just have to. What I tell myself is shut up and listen. Shut up and listen. <laughs> We're talking so much and just listen. Yes. Um, hey, thanks for joining us this week on The Center and the Saint.